Hey everybody, welcome to Campus Comics Cast, coming to you from Carbondale, Illinois, with special guests from the Campus Comics crew. And now, here's your host, the man with the previews in hand, Mike No. Hello everyone and welcome again to another episode of Campus Comics Cast here inside Campus Comics as always on Main Street in Carbondale, Illinois. Um, I'm Mike No, owner-operator here at Campus Comics and joining me for this episode are Scott Reed and Dan Brown. The Terrible Three or whatever that, whatever you <laughs> want to say, the the regular Terrible three, Trio. Anyway. Terrible Trio. There <laughs> I get you the, go. I get the fox mask. There you go. <laughs> Uh, there you go. Well, anyway, uh, this t- episode, we're going to just do uh, a few little quick hit little topics here. Um, I don't know if we really want to run down or just hit them as we talk about what we're doing as we go or what here. Well, if you want to give so, them a teaser, you can give them a teaser. All right. So. <laughs> well, at this point, it won't, it, you know, a lot of these shouldn't take a lot of time, depending on how we can rein Dan in on this one yeah, particular we'll topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Uh, so we're going to be talking about a, the future, or lack thereof, of the Netflix series. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, latest Captain Marvel trailer mm-hmm. from uh, Marvel Studios. You know, this is trailer two, I guess. Um, going to talk a little bit about, I don't know. Well, which the much mo- of the 2019 movie, movies, right, yeah, we're sure. most looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, of course, there's pretty much consensus on number one, so we'll maybe talk about our number two movies right. for uh, 2019. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then kind of to wrap things up, we're just going to do some little reviews of the three number one issues that have come out in recent recent weeks or months, you yeah. know, maybe a month or two for, for one of them. But we're going to be talking about our feelings on Mystery Science Theater 3000 issue one, uh, Grant Morrison's The Green Lantern number one, and the uh, Dark Horse Stranger Things uh, comic series number one so we want to stick around and hear our thoughts on those three books and make a decision on whether to pick them up or not and of so, course you do of course, of course you, do. you do if you've made because, it this far <laughs> uh, and you know our opinions could be wrong you may really love this stuff so make up your own mind i mean mine probably aren't but right yeah. <laughs> well we concede that to yeah. you dan so that was just a given yeah. So anyway, uh, starting off with the Netflix stuff, one of our, I don't know, a couple episodes ago of uh, uh, the podcast, we uh, speculated wildly about the future of the, uh, the Netflix, um, and we were kind of all in agreement at that time that we didn't think the future looked really bright no, for nope. the Marvel series. And uh, we've had that confirmed. Yes, <laughs> we have, because they Netflix and, I guess it was mostly Netflix. Netflix, has just, yeah, Netflix. Confirmed that we are getting three seasons of uh, Daredevil. This third season, that is it. That's it. Yep. You know, so no more Daredevil from Netflix. It, well, they say it will, or Marvel came along and said it will live on. And yeah, but Netflix said we will have this, this for many years, years to come. To come. Yes. So it will be so they've, streaming they've got on a, Netflix. They've got a contract that goes mm-hmm. X amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, and you know, and basically what it boils down to, if you, if you know that clearly the best Netflix series is being canceled, yeah. then there is really no hope left for Jessica Jones and right. and, and no hope left for the, for I'm, the Punisher. I'm kind yeah. of surprised they've made this announcement before those seasons mm-hmm. aired. Because... Mm-hmm. 
you know, the writing's on the wall at this point. Everyone's figured out they're wrapping this stuff up. Mm-hmm. You got to think it'll just hurt the viewership of those series. Well, it's not going to, I mean, it's not going to affect me watching either one of them. I'm going to watch right. Jessica Jones once. Yeah. And as long uh, as Punisher is good, I'm going to watch it two or three times. Right. right? So um, you don't think we're, you think we're still going to get Punisher 2 and Jessica Jones I, 3? Yeah, because they, they were so. in production. They're not okay. going to throw money away yeah, like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's going to be it for those two. I think we just haven't got an official announcement because mm-hmm. they haven't, you know, debuted yet. Mm-hmm. Probably the reason why they went ahead and made the announcement is because for the previous seasons they basically were announcing that there was going to be another season what sometimes even before the yeah, season that's aired true. they did and, and or definitely within a you know within a few days and then of course the cancellation for iron fist came shortly after that, se- was that it season even a, was it even a month uh, yeah i don't i don't think it was yeah. so it, you know the writing was pretty much kind of on the wall so you can almost put on your calendar whatever day they release jessica jones one month later they'll announce its cancellation and punisher whenever that gets a re- released they will announce its uh, cancellation i don't think they ever plan to do a second season of defenders i don't know that for a fact i never I heard that yeah, yeah. i think once that first season debuted, they were like, oh, well, we never said we were necessarily going to do another one of these. Yeah. There was a lot of backsliding after mm-hmm. what yeah. I think was kind of a disappointment for them. Mm-hmm. So, and probably just the headache of scheduling that series was. Yeah. So yeah. we're just, I mean, we're going to get these last two, and that's, that's going to pretty much wrap I up I mean, if they, if they wrapped it up in a second Defender series, that could be kind of nice. That could be a nice bow on everything, but <laughs> you know, I can't I can't see it happening. I don't know if I want to see Finn Jones in something again. <laughs> anyway, uh, no. So I'd yeah. almost just prefer not to have it. What if? What if they had the death of Iron Fist in the first episode? First episode, first scene, maybe. (laughs) As long as there aren't any flashbacks. But where do you go from there? Yeah. Start at the high point. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Finn. Yeah, we know you listen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Don't don't take it personally. (laughs) Right. But yeah. So pretty much what seemed like was happening is obviously apparently happening. Uh We don't we don't know what the Disney Plus is that what it's called? Their streaming, sir. I think it's yeah yeah, because it was called something else but yeah i think it's disney plus now right we don't know what they're gonna do you know we do know they've tentatively announced what scarlet witch and a loki yeah you know so you gotta think they're moving on they're probably not gonna want to be bothered with these second tier characters yeah so there there were some statements though that those characters could live on in other characters can live matt murdoch can live on charlie cox has probably seen his day yeah Yeah. i I, you know i just if they do another Punisher thing and it's not John Bernthal for a little anytime soon, yeah. I think that's a mistake. And and I've gotten accustomed to the entire cast. I, if they do decide to continue those, I hope they bring that entire cast yeah. in, at least the main right. main characters. I think uh-huh. it would be great. So, but who knows? What do right. we know? <laughs> but I don't know. We knew something here, but yeah, yeah, most people did. So yeah. So anyway, so I think that's uh, probably enough to say about the Netflix, unless mm-hmm. there's any last thoughts you guys want to throw in there. Uh, I think I've said uh, everything I had to say yeah, about it. I'm so. just gonna it make a, a good me- run. Yeah, I'll just make a mess here and pour one out for Daredevil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, it was a really good show, and mm-hmm. you know, there's definitely been ups and downs with all these. Sure. You know, you can go back and listen to our <laughs> takes Podcast, on a lot see of this how stuff. We felt. But yeah, it's a, it's a shame that it's going out like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like like Scott just said a few minutes ago, I mean, if they're canceling Daredevil, and yeah. it is by far, along with the Punisher, the most Punisher, superior yeah. stuff, you yeah. know. Yeah. So. yeah, when we did our when we did our countdown, I mean, I think all of us had the three seasons of Daredevil and Punisher as our top, top four, four. Yeah, you know. So, so and then then we've all felt like there was a pretty big gap between four and five. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so. All right. Well, the next thing we're going to talk about will be is the second trailer for the uh, Captain Marvel movie, yeah. which starring Brie. Why am I blanking? Larson. Larson, Larson mm-hmm. thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, got a second trailer of that, you know, and sort of a real trailer. This yeah, time. A yeah, more yeah, substantial. More, more going on. I mean, some really pretty cool. What you would expect, you know, with a furthering of the uh, the cosmic Marvel stuff like right. that, you know, mm-hmm. and bringing that character in. Some pretty pretty cool visual stuff. Yeah. And it looks like I've got to, I've got to admit that I have not read maybe an issue or two of Carol Danvers Captain Marvel you know so I'm a little short on that I haven't read a ton of Carol Danvers period I didn't read a lot of her Ms. Marvel or you know any of that stuff so so not you know I mean it looks great you know again I think I've said it before you know some of my favorite stuff you know growing up in the mid 70s you know was in mid to late 70s was the jim you know starlin mm-hmm. captain marvell right. and you know was really hoping that's who jude law was going right. to be it kind of doesn't look like that you know yeah but, but it can't be for sure at this yeah, point yeah. Yeah. i don't know Always well i think on. there's been some merchandise released with a different name for his character oh really yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like i haven't some, seen like that. there's some toy merchandise or stuff that's come out as a different name for mm-hmm. his character so maybe we should call this a spoilers episode yeah, 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 yeah for sure <laughs> so. spoiler for the trailer I yeah, guess. spoiler <laughs> for the trailer. Well, I mean, but that would be, you know, a spoiler for the but, movie as well. Yeah, for sure. But, like, I haven't read a lot either, but it feels like, what little I know, it seems like they're trying to changing her origin up here, uh-huh. it looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, yeah. at least what we're getting from this. Yeah, so, yeah. I've I've read a, I've not read a lot of the, the Captain Marvel or Ms. Marvel titles proper, but I've read a fair amount of Ms. Marvel just from her interaction with the Avengers, and then of course like Civil War II, she played a she played a big role mm-hmm. in Civil War II, and they've, they've kind of tried to bring her to the forefront of the regular Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. uh, not just to be kind of a background character, so now they're bringing her to the forefront of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so... But it's a little different, Carol Danvers, than what I'm what I've been used to reading. Really, the original one going back to the Avengers, not so much. It is a lot, a little closer to, you know, what we have in like Civil War Two. Um, but I don't know. So, what did everybody think of the trailer? I mean, did you like it, dislike it, indifferent about it? I thought it looked good, but at the end, I feel like, hey, we're gonna have another underdeveloped villain in this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, which is kind of you know the standard for Marvel. I mean, there are some exceptions, but. I just feel like there's going to be a lot of origin story. We're going to get a sort mm-hmm. of half-baked, you know, storyline for a villain in this. It looks like Ronan's in there. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, they had confirmed, they had said something about that a while back, and I think I'd forgotten about it. Yeah, um, me too. But, uh, yeah, but I, can't, I can't wait for the awkward line of dialogue that explains Monica's photon nickname. Oh. As you see well, on the chat. Okay, but I think if you notice it's not Monica, it's Marsha. Oh, was it? Yeah, so it's Marsha Rambo, Rambo. not hmm. Monica Rambo. So it's probably Weird. Monica's mother. Either way, why yeah. is her Air Force nickname, nickname Photon? photon. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so our Marie, it was actually Marie. I actually had that written had that written down. So Marie. you know the side of the plane was Marie. Photon Rambo. See, yeah. I did. I did see that as well. So, huh. um, but I, I think it's supposed to actually be her mother. So yeah. it'd be Monica's mm-hmm. mother. So yeah. So they're probably playing with a time gap here then mm-hmm. too, right? Where she's Carol's gone for a while, well, and then with when the she Cree. comes back, she'll yeah. so. And I, I, you know, you, probably if they have, um, probably if they have Monica be as a child. I would say would be yeah. would be my guess. So mm-hmm. I did like that you got blue and white skin Crees. Yeah, you know which you know was definitely a throwback to the to the comic. Of course, and then they add in. I can't remember the character's name or the, even the actor's name, but uh, he he later works for Ronan and um, and so he's he's black. So we also have black Cree in this as well. Um, 
then you know we obviously have hints of the Kree Skull Scroll War, and I think right. we even mentioned that you know before. It's like, well, where's the Marvel Cinematic going to go after uh, Thanos? Yeah. Right? We kind of talked about that, so right. so they're definitely setting that up for the future, maybe the future storyline. I this. I really want some creative stuff done with the scrolls in here. Yes. Yeah, I don't need the. Okay, the old lady fight's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Don't be using scroll as an excuse to not have a budget. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Don't <laughs> just give me the budget cop out with the scroll. Do some really fun, creative stuff with it. Do them you want to see, like, cows as scroll? Yeah, I definitely want to okay, see right. a scroll. <laughs> wow, yes. If that's how this ends with a bunch of scrolls turned into cows, cows that sets that. up a cinematic scroll kill crew oh. later on. I'm all about that. Yeah, we did get a what looked to me to be a. A female version of Supreme Intelligence, I think, for a little glimpse in there. I, I, I must have missed I missed I that so. if it happened. I, yeah, go back so, uh, yeah. I think so, unless I'm hallucinating. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, if the Supreme Intelligence is in there, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I saw a little bit of that in there was when they were talking about the Kree stuff and right. showing mm-hmm. Carol going through all the Kree stuff. So I like the green in the initial uniform that she wears. Yes. Kind of a throwback right. to the original yeah. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Now, of course, it was more white with a little bit of green, but at least right. we get that, yeah. you know, you know hat tip to to the history Um, now i think the implication in this is that she's not she's not going to be completely cree but she's going to be some form of a hybrid right so Mm -hmm. i think i i I mean that's what i take from it i mean even though she's you know what bleeding green blood and in one of the scenes but they changed her yeah yeah Yeah, like she's like kidnapped or something she's apparently going to be kidnapped and ends up with the cree or whatever altered Mm -hmm. mutated Um, of course, she gets her more traditional costume, you know, as I guess as the movie progresses right. along. Now, I do not care for the flame mohawk um, <laughs> uh, at it did, all. It didn't look as good as I would expect it to. Well, you I, know what I mean? I feel does like a mohawk look good for yes. anybody outside uh, of Storm? Uh, uh, Mr. T? Uh, Scott? Uh, still, no. I stand Excuse by me? Does, I stand by my statement. Oh, man. This might mohawk look good Listener, on you're hearing the last episode of the Campus Thomas <laughs> cast. This is going to fall apart this right now. This is a deal breaker. This is a deal breaker. Deal breaker. But, yeah. No, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's too skinny or something. Like, mm. it's a real quick shot. You know, I'd have to go back and look at it again. But it did look a little off mm. compared to, like, how they draw in the books and stuff. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people talking, you know, about that's her, like, her binary mode, you know, so the throwback, which is why Man, we saw. do you saw, think they're going to go into binary in this? I think mm. it will just be, like, a name thing yeah. or just people are assuming that. But, I mean, there's got to be a reason why they're reprinting that first her first appearance as binary right. as one of those true believer yeah. books. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense uh, it kind of makes sense to me uh, i do like we're gonna i do like colson's back right so we get yeah. colson back in the in the marvel cinematic since I, apparently agents of shield is done haven't heard anything about that show and of course yeah. we get colson yeah. and fury both yeah. in their younger days and fury pre eye patch mm-hmm. right two eyes mm-hmm. Um, do you think we see how he loses it in this? Well, that's a good question, Mark, because he's got there's one scene where he's got a uh, he's got a cold compress up on his eye, but then of course later on he's got like stitches over his yeah. eyes. So that may be a joke. You think about they keep it? they keep teasing it throughout uh, the movie? Yeah, that he's a that he's a close close. that could have been him. You're gonna lose an eye. Yeah. <laughs> Don't run with scissors. You're gonna put, put your, your eye out. Put your eye out. Need a BB gun, a red rider. Oh my gosh, that's how they do it. Christmas story playing at any point during this movie now oh Oh my gosh so um i i'm still at this point i am not 
confident in my opinion of Brie Larson in this character. Oh yeah, so I don't. I know her from nothing but Kong Skull Island. I've never yeah. seen her anything <laughs> from that where she played the photographer in Skull yeah. Island. You know, that's all I've seen her. I in. feel like I saw her in something else, but now I can't think of what it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I, I Kong Skull Island's great though. It's a oh, great yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, I love it. Uh, now the handful of you know shots we've seen of Jude Law. You know, of course, you know, we don't know. He probably isn't Captain Marvel at this I, point. I, I still wish he was. Yeah, oh, I, I could totally see him yeah, as that sure. character. And I almost, you know, I hope that, that he actually is. But I don't knows? want to villainize him, though. No. If he's yeah. Marvel, oh, you know, I don't boo, want to villainize him. No, 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 no. no yeah, that no, would no, be. No. Yeah. yeah. So there's really nothing in the in anything that we've seen so far that says one way or the other, uh-huh. is, you know, good guy or bad guy. So Right. I, I and don't I don't know. think there's there's not like one shot of Billy Batson in this trailer either. <laughs> is there? Like, what's that about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. So uh, it seems really weird. Boat. Yeah. So I, I guess I guess the one of the big questions is: Are you more looking forward to this movie now, or less looking forward to this uh, movie now after seeing the trailer? I don't think it's really changed how I feel. You know, okay. I was kind of excited about it, and it mm-hmm. really hasn't amped me up or knocked me down either one i feel about probably, the same yeah probably a little more just because i'd forgot ronan oh was yeah. in there yeah so i, I want to see more of him mm-hmm. I, and i'm glad you know we're going to get the kree we're going to get the scroll so i think i'm probably a little bit more yeah, jazzed up for this scrolls. Yeah. yeah so instead of you know the you know the knockoff that we got in avengers yeah. you know or, right. which you know it's yeah, so I think uh, I think I'm probably a little bit more looking forward to it. But man, I'm still. I hope I am totally wrong, and I hope that she just nails this role. Right. But uh, I'm I'm still a little concerned about the lead in this one. So yeah. I mean, I feel pretty confident what Marvel's been able to pull off with these movies so far. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't see them dropping the ball on this. Their first big female-led film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, especially after Wonder Woman. You know what yeah. I mean? They've already set the bar with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's funny though that we're talking about that, and DC for once has set the bar instead of yeah. Marvel having set the bar. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. uh, <laughs> and the scrolls look like scrolls. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's sure. kind of a big thing. We didn't we didn't look like Kree. Yeah, we didn't get some weird movie mm-hmm. version. You no, know. No. Chitari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were from what Guardians of the Galaxy, so right. they were there. But man, it would have just been so much better with scrolls. Of course, you know, you mm-hmm. didn't get a whole lot of attention on them, so right. it might be better this way that they can actually focus some attention on the characters, on the so characters. Just being yeah. cannon fodder, basically. Mm-hmm. Do we do we get an after credits with Super Scroll? Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, Super Scroll with the FF powers. That would be cool. So introducing that power set is just super because that was really the only bugaboo where they can use scrolls but they couldn't use super scroll that was what was tied up with the ff Mm -hmm. thing right oh i thought i just thought the scrolls in general i think think the scrolls in general were really yeah yeah Yeah, because i think there was some avengers merchandise early early Mm -hmm. on that That, said scrolls on it and it changed there were there were like at whiz kids with hero clicks they produced these gravity feed boxes and for that movie they produced an Avengers box, and the villains in the Avengers box were all scrolls. Oh, yeah. okay. So I guess that's like, point. Yeah, and then Chitari mm-hmm. were the you know ultimate version of scrolls right. there mm-hmm. in those books. So I think that's yeah. the loophole they use for that. Mm-hmm. So. But they were just really just more mechanical looking to me, anyways. Yeah, so, you know, I don't. Even going back now and watching that movie, I don't think you ever get a clear shot of any of them. No, right? no. it's always so quick. And, of those and, they, and I think that's the point. They're just supposed to be just this swarm. You know? But it also so. felt like we maybe didn't get these effects done in time because we had to switch them from scrolls <laughs> to the last minute. <laughs> you know, so don't look too close at these. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess it, it's better that we didn't get the scrolls because now they can be a little bit, yeah. more, have pay a little bit more attention to them. So. Mm-hmm. 
But, you know, the idea of a secret invasion storyline. Yeah. That's, uh, can you do that after the Hydra stuff, though? Do you do that again? Yeah, I, you can tweak it a little bit. So I mean, we're kind of getting it a little bit because there's scrolls among us right. in the captain in this trailer, yeah. right? So we're kind of getting it, maybe think, getting a little bit now. Do you think they'll say anybody in the cinematic universe already is a scroll? Ooh, who do you, who you do know? You, who, who do you pick for that? Hmm. Robert Downey Jr., Chris <laughs> Evans, Chris Hemsworth. If they're all scrolls, they're the least effective invasion force ever. <laughs> <laughs> but they can explain. They can explain how we can change characters. Right, yeah. The real ones come back yeah, or right, whatever. That's so, I don't know. That's that. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. But. Right. right. Well, that could explain some of the deaths we saw in Infinity War too. Oh, yeah. those were the scrolls. No man. If, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, all, we know all those okay. are just going to get snapped yeah. oh, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, if, that's if that happens, someone will have to catch me because I'll have an aneurysm in the theater. <laughs> 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 this final credit scenes is, uh, you know, she wakes up from a dream and <gasps> finds, you know, Steve Rogers in the shower or something. Right. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to Dallas. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's all on a little kid's snow globe. Oh, my God. All right, so it's all in, it's all in Franklin Richard's snow globe. There, there you go. go. <laughs> there it is. So, <laughs> all right, so there's the our take on the Captain Marvel trailer. Again, speculating wildly. So yeah, you the know. best wild speculation mm-hmm. here on the Campus Comics. Exactly, cast. that's what we do. So that got so, us thinking that what we should talk about what what movie in 2019 mm-hmm. we're actually most excited for. Yeah, right, so, and I think we all already decided that you know obviously the probably the clear winner is Infinity War two. Right. Yeah. So yeah. maybe we. I mean, there's or, nothing that's gonna have the same level, that, yeah, you know? or whatever that movie's called. Yeah, yeah, still okay. the prelude <laughs> or the uh, the untitled, uh, untitled Avengers, Avengers 4. Four. Yeah, right. So, but with Avengers some, Four, the Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> so the list of movies that I had that are coming out in 2019. I'm trying to do these in chronological order. So we've got Glass coming out January 18th, which that's just a stretch for the superhero genre. We'll, but we're going to allow, allow it, right? Yes. Yeah, All right. So you got uh, Captain Marvel uh, March 8th. Okay, then you got Shazam April 5th. Then you have in uh, Avengers 4, right? Oh, sorry, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, Hellboy, Captain- Hellboy, April 12th, right? Avengers 4, uh, May 3rd. Dark Phoenix, June 7th, Spider-Man, Far From Home, uh, July 5th, and then New Mutants, if that sees the light of day, August 2nd, and then The Joker, October 4th. Did I miss any? So that should have been nine of them, right? Shazam, Dark Phoenix, Captain Marvel, Infinity War, uh, New Mutants, Spider-Man, Hellboy, Glass, and Joker. So yeah. th- those are at least the dates that I found. I tried to find a couple of different sources that showed those dates. Those yeah. Dates. So at least and again, I, they can always change. They can always I change. Doubt Infinity War does, but everything else. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Well, they moved in. They moved the first one up a yeah. week to uh, coincide with the uh, you know international release. Right. So and to screw up my plans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think May 3rd is a sweet spot. I, oh, they, yeah. I hope they leave it there. I mean, they've been doing that for years. Uh, until know. last year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. To time that with free comic book mm-hmm. day, which is always yeah. the first Saturday in May. First Saturday in May, yeah. yeah. It'd be a good so. day to have it. So, uh, so yeah. which one are you picking as your number um, two? Or do you have a do you have a different number one? So No, I mean, I, I don't, like I said, I don't think anything's going to have the... I think that's the most important movie comic book movie that's coming out, you know, that's going to change maybe how the rest of the thing in the marvel universe runs so i don't really think that can i mean you may not be looking forward to it but i don't think we can argue that there's any that's got more Mm -hmm. importance or weight to it than that but um 
I don't know. I'm I'm really looking forward to Shazam. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to Shazam a lot because I think that could be something completely different. You know right, what I mean? Yeah, right. a, a lot of fun, light. You know, I mean, the trailer that I've the trailer that's out there right. looks like it really catches the tone of that. You know, mm-hmm. that fantasy that all little kids have, and I had of being, you know, just say a word or do something and turn into a giant superhero. Yeah. You know? if, so, if it's if it's just big. With a superhero, yeah, exactly. yeah. No, you're, no, you're there, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, perfect. So I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up between that, and I'm really, really looking forward to the Hellboy reboot. I really am. You know, it's just because um, I loved the first Hellboy, mm-hmm. and really got you know, and Del Toro's work, you know, and that's his creature work is always as brilliant, you know. And I really liked the first Hellboy that he did with Perlman, and mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to the second one. And that, to me, was a little bit of a disappointment. I wanted to go further into the horror side of it instead of going straight up to the high fantasy with, you know, just the creatures and the mythologies of the different, you know, which is definitely part of the Hellboy mythos. But it looks like, you know, this Hellboy reboot is going to, you know, reportedly are, I guess, you know, and go into the more of the horror side of it, which if it sticks to that, I mean, so I am looking forward to that a lot. I mean, it's kind of like, polar opposite reasons one's lighter right. i'm making yeah. me looking forward to it. one's darker i'm looking forward right. to it but those are both just go with those characters you know so I'm, that's that's mine i just hope uh, with the hellboy movie because they have i can't remember the actor's name the guy from stranger things right. you know okay thank you yeah um and we have this thing now where they're pulling actors from you know series on you know netflix and, mm-hmm. and game of thrones and they're throwing them into feature films and most of the time they're falling flat on their face mm-hmm. yeah. and uh i just hope i you know to me he hasn't really done enough to you know warrant kind of that big role so i, I mean he was fine in stranger things but mm-hmm. you know is that the type of did he do well enough to land this type of a gig so i I'm, mean i'm waiting to see if he actually can, you can pull it off obviously don't remember his performance as the crooked cia operative in quantum of solace i do not remember <laughs> that at all or so. his turn as the villain in green hornet i do not remember <laughs> that either so yeah so no, no so, yeah no. he's had he's had a lot of smaller roles in feature yeah. films and mm-hmm. things like that but yeah this is definitely this will be like a make or break okay. yeah. kind of yeah. for him I would Don't think yeah. and again it's but like but again I'm not saying he's going to be the best but what right. are you looking forward to the most yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah yeah. You know? yeah. And the, the thing is too and everything on paper sounds great show me a trailer right right <laughs> yeah. you know I really want to see a trailer for this Hellboy mm-hmm. I keep hearing stuff about it and it's like where it's it's not real for me till I see yeah. a trailer right and it's a week after Shazam we've had Shazam trailer yeah. for a few weeks now yeah. so yeah. So, you want to do yours or uh, for me? I mean, again, we're looking looking forward to Infinity War. Right. You know, we've got like an eleven year build up to this. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of hard to topple that. Uh, right now, as we're recording this, probably the thing I'm looking forward to the most is Joker. Oh yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of set photos kind of leak yeah. out, kind of showing what it is. Uh, I mean, for the most part, with everything else, you know, there's a lot of sequels on there. You know, it's like you kind of know what you're getting. Yeah. With this stuff, like Spider Man will probably be really good, but I mm-hmm. kind of know what that is at this point. Yeah, I don't know what this Joker movie is. You know, is it? A, it's sort of shaping up like a '70s crime drama, maybe. You know, you've got Martin Scorsese producing it. Mm-hmm. Like that's a pretty good pedigree right yeah. there. You know, he's not directing it, but he's definitely going to be mm-hmm. calling the shots. You would think. And Joaquin Phoenix is no slob of an actor. Yeah, so, and he's he's yeah. got some screen cred. You know, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, and now there's like. 
you know, some other shots have been released. Like they show uh, Shea Wiggum as like an FBI agent chasing him through the streets. I really like him as an actor. I've never been disappointed in anything I've seen him in. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, it just kind of adds to that. And it's like a Joker movie without Batman just sounds crazy on paper. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, when I heard this, and it's not Jared Leto, it's not tied to this expanded universe mm -hmm. they're trying to create, it's like, why are they doing yeah. this? And I think that's been a lot of people's reaction. But everything I'm seeing for the actual movie is like, that looks kind of cool. Mm -hmm. I kind of like that makeup, you know, with the more traditional kind of clown face. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, where do you go with this? And it's like, you know, it's released in October now, and they've pushed back Wonder Woman. And it's like, did they push back Wonder Woman to not overlap with Joker? You know, do they feel that strongly about this movie? Because, you know, on one level, they have to be like, Wonder Woman's going to make money regardless. Yeah. So they've pushed that back to 2020. That's why that's not on our list tonight. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's like, what are we going to get with this film? You know, so I'm really, you know, and again, if you're putting all, you know, this much into a Joker standalone movie, you better have a good story here, you know, and to upset the apple cart as far as your, you know, movie universe goes and to possibly confuse audiences, <laughs> yep. which you got to think it will regardless. And to upset Jared Leto. He was pretty, you know, ticked off hmm. when he heard they were doing this without him. Hmm. Now he's supposed to be up for something on the Marvel side. Yeah, was it Morbius or something they were yeah, talking about? So I don't know what I think about that. But the other the other thing I've heard too is since Ben Affleck's been seeing this Joaquin Phoenix Joker stuff, he might want to stick around now. Oh, it's kind of the rumor. I, I was fine with him as Batman. Yeah, I, I was too. I, I was too. Yeah. So I, I think I, I think this is to me. I imagine this is DC trying to to right the ship. You know, yeah. because obviously their the cinematic stuff hasn't part. been. Yeah, and and. One of the things that Marvel did so well is that they either got very well-established actors or totally new faces right. and brought them into the roles of, of those characters. And what DC did was kind of, especially with some of not, you know, I thought Cavill was good and I liked Affleck as Batman. And, of course, they did great with Gal Gadot. But you know, a lot of the other roles, they were the flavor of the month people, like the Jason Momoa. And, I, again, right. it's going back to that. He was just because, you know, he was okay as a non-talking guy on Game of Thrones right. doesn't mean that he should be Aquaman. Yeah. And, you know, I, I feel like maybe now they're going, okay, hey, if we're going to, you know, generate some money. And even the, you know, the movies that they say didn't do too well were – Half a billion. Yeah, they've, of a they've billion never lost water. money on any yeah. of this stuff. They just maybe haven't made as much as they wanted. I to. think they realize they can spend a little bit more money on the actors and either yeah. go for the get the guy right yeah. that they want, or you know get somebody new and not go for the flavor of the month characters or actors. And I think they're actually making a good decision with him yeah. on as that character. But like as far as writing the ship goes, this is supposed to be a standalone thing. This they're saying this isn't tying into like the yeah. Justice League franchise, and it's just like it seems like such a weird decision well we know that that franchise has to restart i mean it can't continue yeah. as it is so it's almost like maybe that's like hey let's just pause and this is our reset point yeah and i think i think depending we'll on forward. how i think it's we're gonna see a big shift depending on how aquaman does yeah you know yeah. and as we're talking we're like we're a little about a week and a half, a from and a half our, our advanced screening we're gonna yes, go to so yeah but yeah it just feels like i feel like when aquaman debuts and they see how how it performs, they'll probably be adjusting yeah. so a I'm, few things. Yeah. So again, I'm expecting it to be a bust as far as the actual movie itself. It'll probably do, you know, whatever, $400, $500 million. I can, yeah, I can't imagine an Aquaman movie making a billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I hope it does. I hope it's a great movie. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be good. Uh, but, yeah, I, we'll have to see. The, you know, you've got a big hill to climb with an Aquaman movie, just uh -huh. with his just the with character's the, yeah. perception in popular culture since <laughs> Super Friends to now. Somehow, yeah. You know, it was like 40 years or whatever. <laughs> but, 
it's just you know it feels like every other week they're changing what their their direction they're going with uh-huh. these films and so yeah it just it seems like a weird choice but you know it looks like as a standalone thing the joker movie might be really good uh, yeah i think you could be you right know, but then you're gonna want to capitalize on that if it's successful <laughs> so how does that work you know so what about you, Scott? Well, so to... I've actually struggled a little bit on this. I think I finally come to the decision that mine that I'm most looking forward to after Infinity War is Spider-Man: Far From Home, and it's primarily because of I I hope Michael Keaton's in a lot. <laughs> I really like the Vulture. You th- in, oh, I was, in, yeah. You don't think they're gonna have Batman in there? <laughs> I don't that, I'd go see that. That'd be yeah, awesome. I don't, I don't think so. You know, they did put Stan Lee in a Teen Titans movie, right. so it could happen. Yeah. But uh, but I'm hoping that we get a fair amount of Michael Keaton um, in the next one because he was just so good yeah, as the Vulture. And uh, you know, I'm sitting here looking at him, and and as far as you know, acting chops, you know, maybe you know, right up there with uh, you know the Walking Phoenix as a as a Joker. I just I just that's the thing that's got me most excited for a movie in 2019 is after that is him as as the vulture is mysterio the villain supposedly i i get i don't i can't, I can't think now i make it a point it. to i don't i don't i don't go out of my way to look for right trailers. so like uh, if i'm sitting in a well, theater and there it, is a trailer yet right no i know no, no. Yeah. so and i but i also don't go look at movie rumors right. and, and all that now if i'm sitting in a theater and a trailer comes on i'll watch that trailer i'm not right. gonna like yeah. go, la, 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 la. <laughs> you know i'm not that bad about it but i don't i mean i'll if i'm watching tv and i'm skipping commercials and there's one on I'll, i usually won't skip back right so and it's not that i'm you know that concerned about spoilers or anything but i just want to try to take the movie for what it is yeah and so i've, I've heard that mysterio is right. going to be the mm-hmm. primary and it's going to be in Europe of all places, which is going to be a little weird for him web swing, swinging around, you know, I mean, Tower of London or whatever. <laughs> but uh, what are we talking? Six movies? Yeah, or seven? seven would be, so well, you got the be three Tobey Maguire's and two so Andrew Garfield. This will be, yeah, this be this number seven. seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Change of location may not be, may a, not bad be a bad thing. No, you know. no. So, yeah, so I, I'm. I'm I'm in just primarily because of Michael Keaton, so I think yeah. that's the one I'm most looking forward to after Infinity War. So. And here's the thing too, especially now that it's back at Marvel, how do you not set up a Sinister Six? <laughs> I'm not saying a standalone movie that no. sounds insane, but give me a Spider-Man versus the Sinister Six film, mm-hmm. you know? Because <laughs> I feel like what we've got Vulture, they were already kind of setting mm-hmm. up Scorpion there mm-hmm. yeah. at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gonna have Mysterio, Mysterio, you're halfway, halfway there. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it could always be a different Sinister Six. It doesn't have to be the exact, yeah, exactly, exact same. Mm-hmm. I mean, the power, the gloves are there for Shocker. Yeah, right. You know, so yeah. But, <laughs> so that's mine. So All right. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> All right. So come into the store sometime and tell us what you're looking forward to, or just message us on Facebook and get in on the conversation here with us, even after the fact. But next, we're gonna just do some uh, reviews of, like I said, some number one issues that have come out in the last several weeks you know but uh if you haven't read any of them maybe this will get you interested or maybe it'll put you off of it we don't know but we're going to tell you what we, what we think so uh what are we starting with uh you want to just start off with dan's dan's all yeah, right dude, I can take I, time. i'm not the one that suggested this for the right, record yes yeah, but i'm also, right. i'm more than happy this, to talk will, about it yeah, yeah this i will say is is the only one of the three i have not read oh. i did not have access to a copy of it oh you know, because it's being sold the comic out. Book store, it did sell out before i had a chance to read <laughs> so well i'm actually glad we chose this one because mm-hmm. i hadn't read it yet and I actually kind of enjoyed it, so but I want I want to let Dan talk about it first because that's his thing. So. Yeah. So what we're talking about is Mystery Science Theater three thousand, the comic, 
uh, number one from Dark Horse, and you know this is the current iteration of the show on Netflix. So it's the new cast of Jonah and the bots and everybody and Kinga. Um, so, sort of a forward to this. Probably almost twenty years ago now, when the show was still on, uh, after Valiant was acquired by Acclaim, they were going to produce a Mystery Science Theater comic book. Uh, the idea was they were going to use old comics, and I I know I have a copy of this somewhere, and I still can never find it, but there was an ad that ran for the book that showed a page of a 60s Turok, <laughs> which was licensed, you know, uh-huh. the claim had at the time, uh-huh. and you had the silhouette that you see on the TV screen at the bottom of the page, and they were commenting on the page throughout. Uh-huh. So in my head, that's always how a Mystery Science Theater comic book would work. Uh-huh. That's not what we have no. here. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what I still expected. Exactly. No, I actually, I like this. I like the way they did yeah. this. I'm, I'm, and see, that's yeah. that's that's my kind of hang-up with oh, this. Oh, really? Yes, okay. because the silhouette is such an iconic and mm-hmm. such an integral part of the presentation because it's always been movies in a theater. <laughs> yeah. This is a comic book, but I still kind of want the silhouette. Ugh. So, but, you know, a new reader doesn't have a problem with it. Mm. Nope. You know, so that's going to be my kind of thing. But we've got a nice setup here, and we've got Todd Nauk on our. I'm oh, not sure no, he's a uh, he's a he's a Misty fan though. He's you know shown on social media these Misty Science Theater drawings he's done over the years. He's a mm-hmm. fan, so it's kind of nice to see him kind of doing the uh, sort of bookends here of the art. Um, in our story here, King of Forrester, who runs the experiment, has created a new device called the Bubbleator. Which well, they took, didn't she take credit for creating a new device? Yeah, creates credit for it. <laughs> and so what they do is they put TV son of TV's Frank Max's comic collection in mm-hmm. here, and it shoots the uh, it allows the residents of the Satellite of Love to go into, into these the old comics. comics. Uh, the newest season on Netflix does make a quick mention of the Bubbleator device. Oh, really? They don't really you know use it in the show but it's there kind of in the background and they mention it by name real quick do you remember what episode come on watch like the first uh, two i i binged them all i okay. binged all six all right. so it kind of runs together especially like the host segments but yeah it's in there okay i'll so try I thought, to keep an eye open i thought that was it. kind of a nice nod to you know kind of back up the comic there well i want to talk about the cover for just a second okay all right so i'm assuming that what we have on the cover is basically you know the prequel of what we're going to get on some of the upcoming issues because like okay so you have the you know teen reporter cover Mm -hmm. here but then you also have a cover for black cat you got a cover for horrific so i'm assuming that they will get bubble layered into those black cat black cat is actually the second issue okay so i haven't read anything which has come out as we're recording this all right i haven't read anything past this one i know horrific is too okay is it in the second or is it uh i think it is i think the sort of back up to the second and i know in uh, the solicitations we've seen in the previews that there will be more issues with horrific okay in there um so we have you know the regular art until jonah and the bots get sucked into the comics and then we are presented with these old uh, public domain comic books <laughs> which is how they're licensing them you know they're not because that was always kind of the conceit with the mystery science theater comic what comic books are you going to use uh-huh. to riff on so um I like that they even take the time to put a new indices uh, at the bottom yeah. of the <laughs> for yeah. the, the, There's some the nice comic they riff kind on of the inside. Fun throwaway jokes mm-hmm. in there, but uh, so what they've done, as opposed to having the silhouette, they are actually drawing the characters into the existing comic book stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw an interview with Joel Hodgson, the creator of Mystery Science Theater, who was commenting on this, and I guess what he was envisioning was the silhouette on every panel. 
that's probably too much, and that yeah. does get repetitive. And I get his point there of what he was commenting on there. Uh, I feel like a page is fine, but again, uh, I I don't have a say in this, mm-hmm. unfortunately. I think it would have been nice if they had like they could have had like one splash panel that had it, and right. then switch over to what mm-hmm. they're actually doing yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they are kind of adjusting dialogue as mm-hmm. in the show where they will kind of make sarcastic comments as the characters. Mm-hmm. But sort of the guide for this is if you see a little bubble on a word balloon, mm-hmm. that's something that they have created for this comic book yep. and is not from the original story. But even when the characters kind of pop into the comic, they are surrounded by bubbles from the bubble later. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a neat thing. Yeah. Uh, we have Mike Manley on this issue, who uh, previously of like Batman and some other like Darkhawk back in the day. And he does a really good job of kind of creating a similar style as the printed comic book. So to depict the Mystery Science Theater characters, so they kind of flow very well into the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then we've got, you know, Tom Servo is taking the role of teen, teen reporter, reporter yeah. in this story. <laughs> so you I have... I his name was Jack or Jack somebody, somebody uh, Jack something or... John's, Johnny Jason or John, something yeah, like that, teen reporter. Yeah. So, yeah, sort of a fun kind of take on that. It's still sort of an inventive kind of thing. Uh, here in the middle, we have a preview of the Stranger Things, Things. comic, mm-hmm. which we'll be talking about later in this episode. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so this is, you know, based on the new Netflix series. So we have Growler and M. Waverly in here, too, in addition to Tom and Crow as the robots mm-hmm. and Gypsy. Um this issue was written, has several writers, and a lot of them are writers from the show too. Yeah. So I yeah, there like, was a lot of credits. Yeah, 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 a lot of credits. So I do, I do like seeing that you know the guys that write the show are kind of contributing to this and kind of keeping the jokes consistent and the tone and everything like that. I thought there was a lot. There was a lot of like kind of Easter eggs. You know, like on page one, you got the MTV flag. Yeah. yeah. You know, like on uh, uh, page two, uh, crows building an eye of Sauron, uh, yeah. like mountain out of uh, out of toothpicks. Um, I like the the hip was a hippity hop or whatever the Marvel bunny. He's there yeah. on on page three. I guess I don't know if that's technically a public domain character or not. So I was kind of odd to throw in there. I feel like that's comic book cameo we're gonna yeah. get away with. Yeah. Sort of thing. Something. Yeah. Um, so I had some. I, don't know, I had some other. I thought I had some other ones written down, but oh, the the Reptilicus is silly bumper sticker oh, yeah. that was on one. So there's this. There's lots of stuff that's added into the background, so you can actually spend a little bit of time, you know, kind of looking at it. And and I was I laughed at several points during yeah. this. During this, so it was. I I I thought it was pretty funny. So I I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, and oh man, I know there's some definite callbacks to the show, to jokes from the show and things, but I can't think of what they are right off now. I should have made a note of that. Uh, there's also the thing of the Totino's Pizza Roll yeah. product placement. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I've been a Misty since like 1990, since like the first season of this show, and I don't know what is going on with the Totino's thing. It's in the new show, too. <laughs> I follow this stuff on social media. I'm usually pretty up on this stuff, but I don't know what the significance of the Totino's product placement is. Uh, uh, maybe it's just because it would fit well on his head. Who knows? Maybe. Well, I mean, it's not just here. It's like it's on the other issues, and it's on the show. Oh, and okay. So I don't know. Maybe went, they're, maybe they're just went, a sponsor. I went and saw the live show, and I think there was a reference to it in that, too, a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So... You know, I really like this first issue. It's mm-hmm. not what I was expecting from a Mystery Science Theater comic book, but it still holds up. 
I don't want to be one of those fans who doesn't like something because that's not how I would have done it. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. my mystery. Yeah, yeah no. like, you know, we're getting a mystery science theater comic. This is like the two things I love put together mm-hmm. right here. So there's no way I'm not going to like it. <clears throat> and and I'm, you know, I'm definitely not as hardcore of a MST3K. I had to practice saying that, you know, all day long today. <laughs> MST3K because I usually can't get it out right. And uh, I I really enjoyed this too. And, you know, I'm, I'm planning on picking up the rest of the issues either in trade or something as well. So just because it was, you know, I got some good laughs out of it. So it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as rating... What would you give? How? It? Oh, I hadn't even really thought about a rating, so I'm, you know, it's got to be at least. Uh, if I'm going to continue to buy it, at least I got to think it's at least a, you know, a very fine minus, or I don't know, maybe a fine, maybe probably fine plus would probably yeah. be about where I would stick yeah. it at. It'd be a little bit closer. Yeah, like six, what was that about six five? I think yeah. so. I'd probably go. I'd probably go very fine with it, just because I do like it. But I am a stickler for the silhouette thing, and I know this is just going to be. As I get older, this is going to be a thing with me. Probably, I cranky guess old, I'll be the crack, yeah. cranky old cranky MST old fan. <laughs> I know. Where's the silhouette? Like in my day, but, yeah. In my day, you know, I, I I can understand why they didn't put it in here, but it's just it's going to take me a while. It'll take me more than six issues to get over that, probably. <laughs> but I really enjoyed the issue, and I hope mm-hmm. this miniseries is successful enough that they continue to do these. Uh, it's better than Flash cartoons, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you're a Misty fan, definitely pick this book up. Oh, and we didn't even talk about the variant cover, which is oh. by Steve Vance, who has uh-huh. been doing the DVD art for years with the uh, Shout releases. So if you pick those up, you know, you're going to be very familiar with his art. You know, he worked on the Simpsons comics back in the day and stuff like that. So okay. really nice variant covers. All oh, right. Mike, what's your ranking? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh goodness! But um, all right, moving right along. Yep. Uh, the, the next book we're going to talk about. You want to do Green Lantern? E- either way is fine. Green Lantern. Either way is fine with me. Duh, Green Lantern. Duh, Green I can't Lantern. complain about Mike not reading that because I didn't get to read Green right. Lantern until uh, he let me use his copy. So, right. which was like what five minutes before we yeah. recorded, yeah. right? <laughs> Fresh on the brain. So, so anyway, that we're talking about now is uh, the first issue of the Green Lantern, the new. Uh, uh, post rainbow war or spectrum war whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it stories that we've gotten out of green liner for wireless and it's uh written by uh grant morrison the grant uh, morrison the, the grant, grant morrison, morrison <laughs> and drawn by the liam sharp you know interior art on that had a really cool variant cover on a frank quietly variant cover which i really preferred quite a bit over that um but uh been a while i will admit i had read uh I read Blackest Night. I haven't read any of the stuff that's post-Blackest Night. Oh, really? Night. Yeah, all the, the stuff. Didn't read any of the Red Lantern stuff or the Sinestro stuff, but I did read Blackest Night back, and that's what, 10, ten years yeah, now? Yeah, ten, ten, years. Ten, 10 years, yeah. You know, crazy. That's crazy. It's insane. But that, I will say that that, you know, has been all that's been happening in Green Lantern comics since that Blackest Night has yeah. happened is all the different factions of lanterns. And yeah, and it just, colors. it gets to be like infighting, and it's yeah. like... They're so focused on that. What's going on in the rest exactly. of the universe? Yeah. And that's why I was psyched about this because yeah. Norris says, we're going back to Space Cop. You know, yeah. going to be Space Police Force, all this and all that, which is much needed for this franchise, I think, yeah. at, the point, at this point in the comics. But the execution, uh, I don't know. Um, I had to read it twice to warm up to it at all. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time I was reading it, I was reading the opening scene. 
you know, mm-hmm. with the the fight between the Green Lanterns and these space pirates and this Arachno Sapiens and all this stuff happened, and I'm just like, man, this is just a hot mess. Mm-hmm. I that's just the way it struck me, and I don't know. Dan and I have talked of it a little bit off of here, and it's just like the strongest feeling I have about this is I do not like the art at all <laughs> in any at all. Well, you know, I'm. It, I'm fine with the opening. I'm yeah. fine with just being thrown into this crazy yeah. world because that's kind of what I want. So I feel like let's just hit the ground running with that. Mm-hmm. Again, though, sorry, Tyler. I'm just not a fan of Liam Sharp's artwork. I feel like it's just an older style, and I don't mean retro. Mm-hmm. I just mean I feel like this is like out of They're, a heavy metal comic from the yes. 80s <laughs> yeah. or something. I just feel like it doesn't it's very, stack up against I can I can, I can see that. It's no, very if you like that style of art, work, though, yeah. then yeah. 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 It's very heavy line work with no variation in the line you know, or anything. Like, there's no subtlety in this art whatsoever. Yeah. You know, and and like, it just seemed... Uh, and here where we have the title spread, it's like we have a jet and we have Hal Jordan lying down, kind of looking up, and it's a, you know sort of an opportunity here for an artist to do a really nice portrait of the main character and it's just so flat yeah you know and i yeah i don't know i mean i know i know that as far as in comic book circles and fandom whatsoever you know grant morrison as a writer is very highly esteemed Mm -hmm. and um i don't know i guess to a degree i don't get that you know Mm. i mean i no disrespect or whatever obviously you know you know, write his own ticket at this point, you know, right. and just choose what he wants to write. But outside of his JLA run, mm-hmm. I've never been blown away by anything I've yeah. read by Grant Morrison. Some of his Batman stuff back in the day was okay. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's just like um, he really, and there's nothing wrong with this, don't take this as a slam, but he just wants to write these crazy, insane Silver Age type stories, you know, mm-hmm. just the goofy kind of stuff. But it just misses the mark for me most mm-hmm. of the time. You know, I think I think for that kind of stuff, I think the standard this day and age is Mark Wade, right? In Silver yeah. Age type stories, mm-hmm. he knows how to still do it and give it heart and, you know, feeling, whereas Morrison stuff, it just feels kind of, I don't know, just kind of uh, doesn't work for me. It definitely has a different tone than Mark Wade's stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I was fine with the story. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I think... This is kind of what I was looking forward to with Grant Morrison taking over Green Lantern, is that there's going to be a lot of aliens, there's going to be a lot of crazy concepts in there. Mm -hmm. Um, It may not have as much heart, because I feel like it is supposed to be kind of alien. Right, yeah, You know, so I think there is that. Again, Grant Morrison's not for everybody, especially lately. Uh You know, he goes off the deep end with a lot of stuff with his writing, and... Mm -hmm. You know, even with this Batman stuff, there was some good stuff in there. There was some stuff I really had to reread yeah. and kind of like, okay, what's going on here? And yeah. I've been reading Batman for 20 years at that point, you mm-hmm. know? And, yeah. I, and I will preface this with saying, I, like I said, I haven't read Green Lantern since Jeff Johns right. doing Blackest Night. So but this, I, is a, this is a new number one, oh, so yeah, you shouldn't yeah. have to. Shouldn't exactly. Have to, yeah. So I had to reacclimate it to that. I'd forgotten how out there... Silver Age Green Lantern stories were with the weird alienness and, right. and all that stuff. So once I got, I kind of felt like it was a chore to get through it once, but then I went right. back and reread it again, mm. and I was better with it. I still don't like, 
it's Hal Jordan not talking like Hal Jordan. Yeah, no, it's mm-hmm. that, that's my biggest gripe. I think about the book mm-hmm. is how Hal Jordan is portrayed because he just comes off as arrogant. I mean, there's yeah. a difference between being cocky and being, being you know yeah. without fear and just being a jerk and being like arrogant about it. And yes. I just I didn't care for that tone that was given to Hal Jordan as a character mm-hmm. in this book. I agree. So. Um, I feel like John's kind of brought in some of that, but yeah, I think Morrison might be going a little too far with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And coming from a guy who wears this ring on his hand every day, <laughs> <laughs> for me, Hal Jordan is basically the least interesting Green Lantern. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I've always kind of struggled oh, with this franchise. Uh, you have so many great, crazy alien characters, and even out of the you know Earth Green Lanterns, I feel like he's the least interesting. Mm-hmm. I think him and Barry Allen both suffer mm-hmm. from the we didn't do a lot with them after crisis and so they're kind of stuck in that silver age they all have the same voice they're all mm-hmm. figures of authority kind of thing in the 90s it's like how's got gray temples now mm-hmm. that's Ooh. our big character development mm-hmm. yeah. and then we kill him yep. mm-hmm. and so now we have kyle for so long when they really could have taken that opportunity to kind of develop jordan's character more mm-hmm. you know until rebirth when john's brought him back and it's just it just you know even with john's run on how it just felt sort of like they were just kind of tacking on a personality you know and it's like you can't write him like you did in the 60s i get that but it just it doesn't feel like the character Mm -hmm. you know and again i'm not writing it i don't know what the alternative is necessarily right i don't know what the answer is but i never want to hear that grant morrison isn't creative enough to come up with something Mm -hmm. yeah you know but uh, but a a super intelligent virus named flugel phlegm yeah That, they've it, already established that in the Sinestro oh, Corps. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Des, Despot- right. Despotellus was my... an intelligent virus oh, that's okay. part of the Sinestro Corps. Gotcha. So that, yeah, they've already established that kind of thing before. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I, you would say that Morrison had to have done his homework on this because there's references yeah. to like all yeah. the like the X-ray gotcha. and ga- gamma mm-hmm. lanterns and yeah. all those that are, that are pulled from just various parts of other you know stories. I think mm-hmm. one of them was a. Maybe like an Alan Moore reference uh, for something that Alan oh, Moore did at one point. Oh yeah, yeah. What's his name? I, I don't know. Rotlap fan yeah, or something. But, but, was any, in there? but anyway, um, there's there's you know a lot of stuff there. And he clearly did his homework, but man, just I just don't care for the voice. And I just thought there were too many aliens in just the first issue. Right. It's like, give me a few, but you know, yeah. I, well, slow up the rev up just a little bit. I so. feel like part of that is it's the first issue. We want to get back right. to this. Let's hopefully yeah. they'll tone that Let's down the a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But to me, it's like that means we're going to be we're going to be talking about these characters at least for the first story arc. And that's a lot of aliens to deal with for a story arc. Mm-hmm. And then plus, you know, it's supposed to be you know the Green Lantern, and you don't even see. Hal Jordan until page, I don't know, it feels like a dozen pages into the story before right, he even right. shows up. I don't think it's quite that many pages, uh, but it's yeah. it's, a, it's a little bit in. So, yeah. Um, so. But anyway, now I thought, uh, to me, the most interesting thing was when they showed the Book of Chord, though. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I don't know, when are you guys going to go into it? or? <laughs> uh, I mean, feel free. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, so go to that page because I can't. It's like it's towards it's right, so right there. Yeah, so right. look at what's on the cover of the Book of Chord. Right. You have yeah. Doctor Manhattan's uh, symbol. little symbol yeah. on the book, and they say they can't trust the book right now. So there's a tie-in to what's you know with Doomsday Clock and what's yeah. happening you know with the regular universe. So uh, you know that's also I guess you know. I always consider Grant Morrison to be somebody who has a pretty big ego. I don't know if that's right. true or not. I mean, I've seen an interview with him, and he, 
he, he comes across a little arrogant, so maybe that's where he's taking the, you know, he'll put himself in books like he did right. in Invisibles and stuff like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, but at least here he's saying, okay, I'm going to play along with what, everything else that's going on with DC right now, and I'm going to throw in that, you know, that reference to somebody else's story, you know, right uh, I here. Can't, so. I can't believe that wasn't, that's not part of the plan, though. They could, well, know, there's no way be, you're yeah. just going to throw that in and it's not cleared by the mm-hmm. higher-ups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with Jeff Johns being so high up in the company and everything to begin with. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's, you know, it's it, you could take it as a throwaway moment moment but uh yeah it's probably yeah. gonna it's probably gonna have some bearing on the story moving right. forward so or well that's the thing as we progress we're you know at some point these comics <laughs> should catch up to the, the beginning of doomsday clock mm-hmm. you know what i mean so <laughs> might be seeing more of that <laughs> all right is there anything else you guys want to add about that no. uh you know what let's say spoilers yeah uh on the last page we uh see some dark stars in there which i thought was really odd so <laughs> i said you know obviously they're gonna do more with them but that'll be kind of interesting to see where they're going with that mm-hmm. yeah and i was i wasn't familiar with uh, you know with them at all so right yeah and so at the end here we've got the sort of coming soon preview couple pages where we see some more dark stars we see uh hal and ollie back together mm-hmm. uh we see some uh foreboding looking green lanterns there and a shattered power battery so probably some cryptic previews of things to come Mm -hmm. in there so so rating i'm probably like a very good plus or maybe very good so that four four five range for me yeah i probably i probably give it a very good too just because of the art uh you know after i you know knew we were going to talk about this i got to thinking like well who else would i want on the art you know what I mean? And my first thought was Patrick Gleason, but then I'm like, well, he had such a long run on core. You know what I mean? It's like, maybe don't bring him back. I figured out who I would want is Howard Porter. Get him and Morrison back together. They haven't really done anything since JLA. He's an artist that really puts in the detail. He doesn't take shortcuts. I think giving him just, you know, free reign to make some creative alien designs would be really cool. You know, I'd really like to see him on this book. Mm-hmm. Again, nobody ever asks my opinion <laughs> when they're making these yeah, decisions. Right. It's not just you. Man. But, you know, I feel like that would be a really cool uh, artist for this book. Mm-hmm. All right, I'd probably go I'd probably go a VG minus on it, you know, it's a little below average for me. I mean, I I went ahead and grabbed number 2 off the shelf here, you know, just uh, before I sold that before we sold out of it here, right. you know, I'll give it a second issue of thought. Maybe it'll change my mind, yeah. you know. I no. hate to judge everything on just one issue. Right. You know, yeah. just and see the th- where the story changes and and you're right, you know, there's a lot of gear shifting to do. It's just like and right up front they're going to say there's going to be crazy outer space stuff. Right. You know, so okay, and that's the part that was a slog through me and then mm-hmm. I got bogged down. I didn't like Hal's voice, you know, all, all that. But, hey, you know. at at four ninety nine for an issue, and that's just a regular link story, mm-hmm. they almost are obligated if they want to keep you around, they should oh, be able yeah. to pull you in in one issue. For sure. Right. And if you're not just in after a single issue, uh, uh, at at that price point, I don't know. Was the second issue? Did it come down in price? Or I, think it still, I, okay. think it was, I think it did. Okay, I think it did. But um, come down. Yeah, three ninety nine. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, that's you know, it's still it's a <laughs> buck know. cheaper. Yeah. But uh, you know, they you almost you you have you really need to get them caught right. Yeah, then. and just right. just with the amount of content out there anymore too, mm-hmm. it's uh-huh. like there's plenty of stuff to choose from. Yeah. So yeah, and even having said that, like I'm going to keep buying this book. I definitely want to see where they're going with this. Um, in the world we live in, where artists stay on a book for six issues, yeah. who knows how long Sharp's actually on here for? You know, mm-hmm. we'll see. I imagine we'll mm-hmm. at least get filling issues, if nothing else. 
you know, so. Okay, so that's our feelings on the Green Lantern. I'm realizing we probably should have uh, saved MST3K for last because it was probably our most positive. (laughs) At least least it's going to be, for me, the most positive one. So, yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Well, we'll try not to be too much of a bummer and end on a downer. On a downer, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But anyway, with that said, um, next book we're going to talk about is uh, Dark Horse's not necessarily adaptation of stranger no, things no. but their embellishment their you know their kind of add to story to and this is a uh, season one of the massively popular netflix series stranger things mm-hmm. you know and i think everybody here at this table doing the podcast enjoys stranger things mm-hmm. oh yeah one, you know very very much so um i gotta say and i think I, even on previous podcasts where this book was being solicited we talked about it in previews i talked about looking forward to this because um, the take on this book for, you know, the Stranger Things comic is um, what was happening to Will mm-hmm. while he was in the Upside Down, yeah. you know, and that was a story you kind you want yeah, to hear. and it's such a good idea because it's, yes. not, it's not a prequel comic before right. everything cool happens, mm-hmm. you know, or it's not like in between seasons and so they can't really say what it's leading into or mm-hmm. something weird like that. You know, it is just sort of a, hey, we didn't see this part of the story kind of thing, and it ties into the show. Right. And uh, the writer, Jody... Uh, Hauser. Hauser. Hauser, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, but the concept and execution are quite often two very mm-hmm. different things. Yeah. And I think uh, the concept is great, but... I, you know, I can't feign enthusiasm for the execution no. on this book. Um, pretty disappointed. I read two issues of this. You know, I did read the first two. That's all that's come out at this point. And, and it's a four-issue series, yes, so halfway four through. series. We're halfway through. So this is a story you want to hear, but I can't think of a, you know, not to be <laughs> super critical, but I can't think of a less creative or m- more just checking off the boxes execution. Yeah. You know what I mean? That it's just like, oh, this is where this was happening. Oh, this is where this was happening. And it's just so rote, you know what right. I mean? By rote and just like by the numbers, check off the boxes, make sure you can recognize where you're at in the mm-hmm. story, but it really doesn't add anything to it. No. no. And yeah, I'd agree with that 100%. It's like the artwork is adequate. You know, you can you can tell who the characters are. Yes. Who is it? Uh, Stefano Martino, mm-hmm. inks by Keith Champagne. So you know, I, you know, you can recognize Will, sure. and you can recognize all the characters, and that's and that's fine. Even you know, the monsters, the creatures look mm-hmm. they look good. But uh, you know, like the the. But I think they were so over concerned with likeness. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just like they wanted to make the well, likenesses. Well, which I, I, hopefully they weren't because I don't feel like the likenesses were that, that strong. Yeah, I, I, feel mean, like, you, you I feel can, like you've got easily identifiable characters. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, who, okay, you know who all the yeah, boys, boys are. are yeah. I, mean. I don't think it looks as close to no, the actors no. as it could. Right, so that's what I said. No. It's, it's adequate. My problem is is that the, the the storytelling is just like, it's just like you're saying, it's just fill in the blanks. Uh-huh. And, and, like, and there's too much, I don't know, too many thought balloons and it's like you know i heard a lot of people talking there's not enough thought balloons in comics anymore uh-huh. well this is the reason why because there's well, like there's like way too many so like for, i feel like will doesn't have anyone to talk to though yeah you know so otherwise you just have him talking to himself but i think you're still going to need that narrative in yeah. there but right. here's but like here's here's a good example of this so we get this scene i don't know i'm in the middle of the book i'm at the centerfold right mm-hmm. so we have this scene where where will has a flashlight and they have the click 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 sound effect 
obviously the flashlight is not working. It is clear from the artwork that the flashlight is not working. Mm -hmm. And then the next panel, hmm, the flashlight doesn't work either. It's like, really? <laughs> Did you have to tell me that, that I'm that's, not bright enough to figure that out? That's almost standard writing anymore, though. <laughs> like with the decompressed storytelling, we no, get that stuff. I mean, it's not good writing, yeah, but right. I mean... Yeah, that's I remember I read that I'm like that's a little goofy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, what I feel like is the bigger issue is where Will goes back to his house, mm -hmm. doesn't realize it's not his house and takes a nap, like falls asleep. <laughs> yeah. Like well, you can't see all this crap on the walls the yeah. artist has drawn. Mm -hmm. Is this what your house looks like? Yeah. Well, even, not, even if the power's out, uh, why are there these crazy slime green things, things on yeah. your walls? Mm -hmm. And see, and I think that just the the issue of the artwork, you know, it's just like it's just drawn. So yeah. For me, for me, the artwork's subpar. Yeah. Oh yeah. I said, for, I said it's adequate for as high yeah. profile as a book as this yes. should have been. I, they really cheaped I, it out on the artist. Yeah. And I, I really think it would have. With this story in that setting, I think we would have it would have a, a established more of the mood that we're looking for, say a jock, or um, the artist jock. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody had a jock in there. Yeah. Yeah. Looking for an athlete to draw this. I don't but, understand. You know, I went and uh, pulled while the Matt or while uh, Scott and Dan were talking. I went and pulled an issue of Outcast by Kirkman because that's another artist you know that Paul Azaseda that does. Oh yeah. You know mm. Out, Outcast for Image. That kind of more stylized, darker, murkier, less distinguishable right. art, like what we saw from Jock in Witches, right. you know, the original Scott Snyder trade of Witches, I think would have served that story better. Right. You know, than the hey, clearly here. drawn and defined, you know, right. everything. And it just looks like. I don't know. I think there should be more mystery and kind of scarier. There should be more tone and atmosphere to it Absolutely. than there is. And yeah. there's like some inconsistent. Like they have like this. I don't know when they're when they're playing D and D, right? So they have this different art style when yeah, they're talking about of, the end. But they, mm. that's not even consistent. Like the first right. panel, it's like all orangish and thing, and then uh, everything else, it's it looks the, like the it's hand drawn and by blue, a kid. It's hand drawn, uh -huh. and it's it's like why isn't this panel like right. the rest of them? You know, yeah. so it's just it's just it's, not yeah, consistent. Yeah, because that could have played well into the whole yeah. Overarching sure. oh, D&D yeah. theme mm -hmm. of that, you know, and explore that, yeah. you know, look at it, how the game would play out in their heads, yeah. you know, kind of explore it that way, but it was very... And I guess yeah. the other thing, and my, my ultimate thing on why I don't really didn't really care for this is mm -hmm. that there is nothing that from just watching a TV series, I didn't feel like I gained anything. I didn't gain right. any inside right. knowledge. It's mm -hmm. like you would just assume that this was what was going on. Yes. He was lost. He couldn't find anybody. Right. You know, I, that's it, just what happened. As far as... The, I, I'm okay with the story. I feel like... As far as modern comic books go, this is a typical first issue, especially um, if it's tying into something. I feel like there better be more in the second issue than what we've been presented with here. It didn't really pick up. Not to me. Uh, Maybe you guys feel but better. But, yeah, that for, issue, for me, the, the artwork kills this. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like, you know, Stranger Things has a big following outside of comics, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like this is a really missed opportunity to kind of do a high-profile book that maybe people off the street, you know, will we'll come say, in and get. Yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah. Especially now with the postponement of the yeah, third exactly. Season. This is this is the I only strange, Stranger Things. This is the only Stranger Things you're going to get. You mm -hmm. know, that and your Funko Pops. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but like, you know, it just seems like such a missed opportunity. It feels like spend the money, get a better artist for mm -hmm. this for this mini series, well, mm -hmm. and, and get a better writer. Yeah, I had to no. say it. I mean, this this I wasn't impressed with the writing. Yeah. Either so. Mm -hmm. And again, well, you know, the thing is though too, it's a licensed book. Who knows what they're allowed to yeah, do? Right. You know, you got to get everything probably triple, quadruple cleared Clear. on mm -hmm. Netflix's end. Mm -hmm. You know, probably the Duffer Brothers have a say in all this too. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, how much can you add to this story? You have to kind of weave in between. Mm -hmm. 
So, I mean, that's pretty typical for a licensed book. Yeah, and I just didn't get the... I just didn't, as I was reading it too, I just didn't get the feeling that Will was all that scared. No. You know yeah, what I no. mean? It was just like he's just yeah. kind of tripping along. Great idea, Mom. You know what yeah, I mean? When yeah. she does the Christmas light thing, yeah. like, Mom, you rock, or whatever <laughs> like that. It just, I didn't really feel that it isolation. must be in the second issue. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that from the first oh, issue. Oh, yeah, so, okay. yeah, okay. Well, yeah. That, I, there's there's something, I don't think it's that, but there's something at the end of this issue, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah so... I mean, unless you're just a diehard, got to have everything Stranger Things. Yeah. I don't see this as a book if, that you're probably if, picking up. And if you are, you'll probably enjoy it. You know, yeah, if, you're, yeah, that, if yeah. you're that into it, and mm-hmm. you just want it. I mean, it, you it want... doesn't detract from the Netflix no, series. You no. know what I mean? It doesn't. I mean, it, add, it, but it, it doesn't, doesn't add anything. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. It just kind of is. It's mm-hmm. just kind of there. So, so like, I'm at, a, I'm at a good 2.0 on this one. It just, yeah, yeah. I, I don't see any reason. I'm not gonna read any of the other issues. No. Right. So. Yeah, yeah I, I'd go good with it, too. I was just yeah. really disappointed in the artwork on this, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to do a threefer on that. I'd probably just give it a good, you know, 2.0. Mm-hmm. Again, tried said we weren't going to be too downer on you for to, to wrap up this episode, but hey, you hey, know. There it is. So that, yeah. Hey, we're maybe, we, we maybe we're saving you some money, so you can put that <laughs> $3.99, yeah, that's the positive. Uh, you know, to uh, to a better book, you right, know. So right. there, there you go. So, so save your money, put it on, get in something like, uh, I don't know, what should they be buying this month? I don't know. Ooh. Ooh, well, we got yeah, Batman by Tom King still going pretty still good going here. On, yeah. Yeah. Of course, yeah. you, you know, if you're not already buying out. that anyway, then yeah. that's, you're, you're making a mistake. Tom, you know, Scott so. Snyder's Justice League has been great. Hey, MST3K, it's good for a good laugh, so... There you um, go. Has anybody read Killmonger yet? I haven't. I haven't no, read it yet. Just came out. Nope, haven't read it or okay. Martian Manhunter. You know, pick so. up, pick up the wrong Earth when you can find it. When oh, you yeah, can yeah. find it, yeah. yeah so exactly. you know, take that four bucks, put it to yeah, to another good indie book, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There yep. you go. All right. Well, any other final thoughts or stuff we want to hit on before we wrap this one up? Looking forward to more Mystery Science Theater comics. Uh, there yeah. you go. I'm gonna have to read that first. <laughs> yep. Maybe I'll borrow one of your guys here. Can't borrow mine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't borrowing mine, Dan said. He is protective of his MST3K uh, yeah. stuff. So, 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 I'll get it back to you. In That's good fine. Shape. So, all right. Well, I guess that'll do it for this uh, episode of the Campus Comics Cast. Well, probably what 35, 36 episodes in. Uh, this, like this we'll see. Uh, the previews was thirty four. So this will be episode, episode thirty five. Oh, okay. yep. mm-hmm. We're veterans at this point, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, so anyway, well, I guess that'll do it. I uh, hope you enjoyed. Hope you piqued your interest on some things, maybe, or saved you a little bit of money that you may have uh, been disappointed in, but. Anyway, um, again, this is Mike here at Campus Comics. If you'd like to add to what we have to say or have your opinion, just stop into the store here at 816B East Main Street here in Carbondale, Illinois. Um, Give us a call, 618-457-6011. As always, you can message us on Facebook. Please uh, like us and follow us on Facebook and uh, Twitter at at campus underscore comics. And uh, like I said, Dan will be the one handling that at this point. Why are you always putting that on me? Uh, because <laughs> throw me I'm under the bus like with that. the Twitter. No, no, no. Because you're doing such a great job. No, it's just you know me. I've got to learn it. You know. So, uh, so Scott, your info. Uh, Bergcomics.com. B-U-R-G Comics.com. And uh, I had something I was going to say, and I have completely forgotten what it was. So I'll legalize just... it. 
<laughs> no, that wasn't that wasn't what that it was. was not it. Okay. Oh yeah. So and you know if by the way you want to comment on any of these episodes, especially like the previews, if there's a book that we're not reading that you think we oh, should yeah. be taking a look at, we yeah. would love to hear you that. Put it on you know the Campus Comics Facebook page uh, and say, hey, what about? And you know we'll be sure and, and mention that in the podcast. Or maybe if there's something you want us to review, you want to hear our opinions yeah, on it. If, right. if, if we can get it and figure it out, you know we'll more than happy to do that so we know we'll be doing a a mr miracle review whenever that finally hits and then of course we'll have the last six issues of doomsday Mm. caught coming up in about two or three years right (laughs) somewhere in there yeah and this is dan brown you can find me online on uh twitter wordpress and deviantart at detective 651 or here on the store most saturdays yes sir all right well if that'll do it we hope you enjoyed this episode and hope you join us again next time And we'll talk to you then.